0: What's up, everybody? (laughs) Here we go. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Still a Church Kid podcast. Um, If this is your first time listening, welcome. We've got 10 other episodes that I promise will uh, blow your mind or at least keep you occupied for 40 minutes at a time. Uh, (laughs) But if you're a longtime listener, thanks once again for listening. Uh, We love you guys so much. We are back again today. Zoe, how's it going?
1: It's good. My B-Reel just went off.
0: Oh, nice. We're going to be making it on the done. B-Reel. Um, yeah. Be sure to tag I'm doing me. good. I don't just have Just got done with lunch. That's good. What'd you have?
1: Oh, your lights.
0: Yeah, what'd you have for lunch?
1: I had beef fajitas.
0: Nice. That sounds yummy.
1: With no tortillas or rice and beans, just the meat and the well-done veggies.
0: Nice. There you go. Cut them. Carbs, with a the water. Bro of water
1: and I drink Uh, water
0: when are you going to the gym today
1: uh I don't know if I'll be able to make it today unless I can get away for a little bit this afternoon yeah but normally on Wednesdays when I get home from Chili's I do my weighted hoop and like my at-home plan from Planet Fitness
0: oh I got you okay so it's like an off gym day that makes sense
1: pretty much because it's kind of hard to slip away and I'm not waking up at 5 a.m
0: yeah No. no I got you nope yeah, I'm a little crazy, but I will tell you, and I think I've said it before, it feels like a total cheat code. Like you run errands in the morning before you have to go to work. You like I filled up my car with gas the other day, and I like it didn't even wasn't even at work yet. Anyway, well, hey, let's jump right into it. Yeah, and it. I have to be at work uh, later
1: than you, so
0: <laughs> um, let's jump right into it. Um, we were talking tonight, I think something that would be really fun. Uh, we're just gonna talk about some camp. Uh, memories, some stuff, you know, growing up, going to camp, um, and then maybe our experience uh, as youth pastors. We talked about crew before. Um, so, uh, for those of you that are listening to that episode, this is not going to be a repeat of that kind of thing. Uh, we're talking more about um, experiences we actually had at camp as like Being campers and, and camp counselors. Yeah. So, um, I want to go ahead and kick us off if you don't mind. Um, with a story that just happened this year actually so i have a kid in my youth group um we call him muscles uh because he's jacked he's super shredded like he's 17 years old and he looks like a bodybuilder like a mini arnold schwarzenegger anyway we're at camp and one of the things that i like to do when i'm a counselor is when my boys you know they can stay up as late as they want as long as they're quiet most of the time And I just tell him, that's great, but I will be waking you up at 7 o'clock. And if you do not know how to be quiet, you will do push-ups. Well, this kid, Mm -hmm. like, literally works out so much that he was like, fine, I'll do push-ups. And so straight up for him, for punishment, I, like, made him eat something unhealthy. Like, instead of doing push-ups, I was like, you will eat this candy bar and you will enjoy it. You will eat this and you'll enjoy it. Exactly. Uh, and while everyone else was doing pushups and complaining, I was—he was like,
1: "No, please, don't make He's me." He's like eat sitting it. there eating his Snickers.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just crying. No, he wasn't, but it was so funny because literally, I had to go to like, like a kid would only dream about being threatened with like, "I will make you eat a whole cake." And he was like, "No, no, don't make me do it. It's not my cheat day." I'm like, <laughs> challenge accepted. Exactly. Um so but this year was my first um well not my first time to go as a camp counselor but it was my first experience going um, with this group that I'm at now Uh, and it was interesting because I'd only been their youth pastor for like three months at that point not even three months more like more like two and a half and um but it was a good experience and and we came out of their camp for me is always the place where you develop the relationships and you you end up Straight with up. there's you know more respect at the end of it there's more connection camp is the place to do that you know yeah and so that's my first story i figure we could do a little bit of a back and forth thing here if, yeah. if you want okay. to okay
1: so i remember my first year as a camper, uh, 2010, got in 3D, good times. Um, and we were asked, "Who has a funny joke. And I was like, me, me, me. And David White, who was the rec director at the time, shout out. He uh, obviously asked me, what's your joke? And I was like, what do you call... A seagull by the ocean. Right? I think.
0: <laughs> it's why The don't bagel s- joke. Why don't seagulls fly by the bay? Because then they would be bagels.
1: Oh. And yeah. he goes, ha ha, a bagel. And like, was totally unamused. But I was so proud of myself. Because I thought it was the funniest joke ever.
0: <laughs> well, when you're
1: I took that joke with pride.
0: When you're eight, you think that's like anything is the most hilarious thing you've ever said before.
1: Right, but I'm like, okay, watching the video back now, it's like he could have been a little bit more enthusiastic.
0: Yeah, especially <laughs> being he a, goes,
1: uh-huh, a bagel.
0: <laughs> yeah, like being on record, you're like, you gotta hype those kids up, even if it's only for five seconds. Um, That's right. funny. So The i'll tell you the it's coolest fine. the coolest it doesn't even have to do with jesus which sounds bad but like the coolest memory i ever had from camp was i was like 14 at youth camp and back then yeah i know they i know they've brought it back recently but like there were some years where they didn't they did the camp's got talent and Ooh, yep. i had been doing magic at the time uh you remember Um yeah, I'm not proud of it, but it helps now because junior high kids think that's so interesting. Um funny story that doesn't even have to do with camp. I gotta tell you later anyway. Um Okay. So I went to Camp Scott Talent and did it's called the kissing car trick, but I'm not gonna kiss anybody at camp because PDA, not allowed. So I had to do it a different way. But basically, the whole car trick is that. I sign a card, the person signs a card, they put the card in their mouth, I put a card in my mouth, you put it all the way in, I say the magic word, and then we spit them out, and I have their signed card in my mouth, and they have my side card in their mouth. Uh, so, and, and to spoil a magic trick, all it is is there's a duplicate card, and you just shuffle around the card, so you have their card the whole time, and they have your card. The magician, I saw it from way back when, and this is getting off topic, but he would flirt with girls and make them kiss him to, like, be the magic word. But I'm obviously 13, so I did it to a rec crew member. Just said, hey, I'll uh, say the magic word. I said it. They were all blown away. Well, I got called up to the the top three that year. Maybe you weren't at Campus yeah. that year, but you remember me telling you about it. But they only called up three to perform at the late-night youth event, like the, the party at nighttime. And. Yeah. They straight up had me do it in front of Spencer speed. I did it for Spencer speed. He probably doesn't even remember. So Spencer, if you're listening, please let me know if you remember. this. <laughs> please let me know if you remember. Cause they were like, we got Nick Franklin was still on rec crew back in those days. Shout out, Nick. He was like, you got to get, you've got to do that for Spencer. Get him up there. Spencer was blown away. Here's the bad part. Greatest night ever. So cool. My friends thought I was so cool they didn't have all the cameras and stuff that they do now so they didn't have anyone that could have like thrown it up on the screen so everyone basically had to react based on Spencer's reaction yeah because I was also so nervous like if I were to do if I were to do it today I would be hamming it up I would be showing everybody the card making sure they know it's not fake. you know all that funny stuff and so right. me and my little sweaty hand, 14 year old self did the trick, got it done. It was great. Not but sweaty like,
1: hand, 14 year old,
0: but like Spencer had to react. And then everyone reacted to the fact that Spencer reacted good. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like it was just kind of funny, but that was one of the coolest moments. Um, And I even had to like, this one kid was like, I knew how to do that trick. You're not clever. And I was like, that's fine. I was on the stage and you're not. And, and you weren't. So you could have done the trick for, to make it to the talent show, but you didn't. So don't make fun of me. Right. And and that was a cool experience. And, and obviously I remember it to this day. So it was like impactful, you know, and, uh, right. And I think, you know, to, to make it a little bit more serious, stuff like that, I think is just as important as the experience you have. Like I shouldn't say just as important, but I think it's, it plays an important role on top of what you want to experience spiritually at camp to like make it worth it, to make it a good experience.
1: Well, I always say your ministry starts outside the, I always say the Bose cause that's the specific building. Yeah. But like rec crew has like part of rec crew's job. And I'm not just telling, I'm not going to sit here and try to explain the job description, but part of rec crew's job is your ministry starts the minute those kids pull up in that gate. Yeah. How you connect with them from when they come into the campground to when they leave plays a role when they're in there on their hands and knees crying yeah. out to God.
0: Yeah, and the same Surrendering goes when they all getting too. baptized
1: in the Holy Spirit. If you invest in them from the moment they're there, they're going to open up to you, they're going to trust you. Yeah. And that relationship is a bond you won't forget. I well, still remember relationships that I developed because rec crew was just trusting and I loved them and my counselors and everything.
0: Yeah. Well, I think too, like, and even to almost steal your story, you had an experience last year that I haven't like, I mean, I had the, the, like, I didn't know all the kids super well, but you had the experience last year of taking a kid to camp that like just showed up for camp that you were able to develop a relationship and now they're coming and they're on fire and they're serving and they're going to be interning and all that stuff. But like, Oh yeah. You, you can't reach that kid just through those services. He has to know that you care about him outside of the Jesus time, like outside of the, well, I mean, time. even
1: now he tells me, even now he tells me like, cause I've asked him, what made you want to stay at Hope? And he said, you're a person you're real. You have fun. You're young. You, you understand that it's okay to have fun, but it's also okay to be serious. Yeah. And he was just like, you don't act like you're higher than everyone. You're not a hierarchy. You act like our equal, but obviously they know that I set the line of, no, I am, I am an authority.
0: Yeah. There's a There's a, there's a friendly respect because you're not a teacher in the sense of, you have to have total control you're an influence you're a mentor to these kids so you have that type of relationship where you can be right. real and raw and i think that's what they appreciate i know even like going to normal youth service we have a student right now that like she comes because her friends come but she's like a devout right. muslim and like oh, does, she does she doesn't <laughs> want to she doesn't want to like she kind of just stands there during praise and worship. She kind of just like, but her first time ever coming, she came for her friends and I got a text message that was like, so-and-so said that she really liked the way you spoke and wants to start coming to our church all the time because she really liked the atmosphere. And it's not about me, but it's about that. I'm not going to look at you and say, well, you're weird. You don't believe what I believe or, you're a punk because right. you're not worshiping. You're a punk because you're sitting there quiet. You're a punk because you're sleeping or something. You know? Right. I'm saying, hey, you know what? You don't have to listen to me. But you're in the room, and that's the first step. Right. You know, and so camp, I think, is the same thing. There are so many kids, and I can remember taking kids with us, uh, you know, my own students. When I was a student, the friends that would come to camp that you go, you know what? They're asleep in every service, but getting them here was a win. So hopefully Jesus can really speak to them somewhere else, you know? Yeah. And and I think about guys like, like Noah Hamilton that were never super on fire, like in services or anything like that. But when it came to, you know, building relationships and having fun and And seeing God in other places, he was like the master at that, you know, we would would have conversations around a ping pong table, or he would say that him and his friend, he like got prayed over by a guy at the basketball court because they started talking and he may have not paid a lick of attention in service, but like the extra stuff out there, like impacted him as well, you know?
1: Right. Absolutely. Well, another funny story that I have, Uh, this kid (laughs) is actually this year at camp. Uh, I was on rec crew, but it's just really funny, so I have to share. But he comes up to me and goes, listen, I sound like I'm wiping your windows. And I was like, what? (laughs) And he starts making the sound effect and like moving his hand like up and down and being like, or whatever. And listen, okay, I hope you can hear it. If it'll play. Hang on. It's not
0: playing. Okay. Here we go. <sighs> this is awkward.
1: Ah, come on. Can't okay, see if the shorter one plays.
0: You know, iPhone videos automatically get muted whenever you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't the right one. Yes. Um... um we really I ran away.
1: thought they had water. <laughs> she really... <laughs> water. Oh, I can make a water noise? Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of thirsty. But it's different. What's your name? Emilio. Emilio. Did you- but, like, that wasn't the right one either,
0: but... <laughs> After all that. You played oh, the wrong. Here we go, video. here we go, here we go.
1: Here we go. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. Come back, come back.
0: I got you It's safe! It's so Come on! Stay down,
1: sit down, sit down. I'll I'll be your shears. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's kind of dirty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He just made the usher sound, usher, usher.
1: Yeah, but it was just so funny because he came up to the window of the golf cart and goes, woo, 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 and I, it was That's so next level comedy. It. Yeah,
0: that's it's next so level. Funny. Emilia, shout out, Emilio! And he said, "I can make the same He kid? goes,
1: "I can make a water sound," and I was like, "Oh my god!"
0: <laughs> Plot twist his friend oh. is behind you drinking the water and he's just like looking right <laughs> yeah
1: but anyways it's so silly and goofy but like the rest of camp i'd be like oh emilio! and like making that connection and then it was cool because yeah. then we'd get the service and emilio would come up to me and ask for prayer
0: yeah no it's because i made that connection with him that day i think you know And and I'm not I'm trying to avoid recruit stories because I have a million of them, but we've already talked about it and we can save them for another day. You know, comment or DM us if you want us to talk more about Recruit because we do have that in common and we both spend a lot of years doing it. It's the best thing ever. Um, but like, you know, I've experienced two different types of camps and well, more than that, but as a youth pastor. I've experienced two different types of camps, and I went to a camp that, with w- without name dropping, without saying anything, was very much you paid for the, uh, you paid for the experience, of, the camp, like on the outside, and yeah, the you paid for the fun, not for the encounter with God. So I'm not saying you should pay for an encounter with God, but the focus was on the exterior, not the interior. Does that make sense? Like Uh it was very flashy and very cool, very fun, but there was no depth in my opinion. Not that the speaker was bad, not that the worship team was bad, but things were so focused on other things. It was so focused on hype. They forgot to talk about, I'm going to be all preachy. They were so focused on hype. They forgot to like focus on him. You know what I mean? And whereas, you know, you still pay money because you've got to eat. You've got to, they've got to be able to pay for merch somehow but like there's a focus on like Jesus is first and everything else is secondary. And I think though, the secondary stuff is still important. You know what I'm saying? Lakeview, you do pay money because camp costs money. Like I just said, right. But it's, there's a focus on what Jesus is going to do at camp and all the other cool stuff is in the the background, but yet stuff is still emphasized there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the places Uh I've been before have literally been full of games and fun and the kids love it. It's a great time. But when the meat of what camp's really for comes around, it's undercooked, if you will. Yeah. And I, things like what you're saying with that young boy, like that's so stupid and so silly and has nothing to do with Jesus. Has nothing to do with his walk with Christ, but just like you said, that background, that simple little stuff, is what fuels them for the altar. And I think that a camp that puts the altar first has the flexibility to put that that stuff um, to make that stuff important. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're so focused on everything being perfect on the fun side, on the on the goofy side, then you won't pay attention to what you're doing in the in the sanctuary. But you know, as good as any, if a game doesn't go your way or, you know, something's not right on rec crew, you're going to fix it. But at the end of the day, none of that matters. Right. It all is just adding up to what eventually is going to happen when your face hits the ground and your hands are in the air. You know what I mean? And yeah. And so that's where I'm at with camp. And I think some of my favorite memories I, I I, wish I could go back and tell myself to pay more attention during services because I was definitely a sleeper sometimes. And you can get some crazy speakers, don't get me wrong. Haven't had one in a while. I'm just saying you can get some people that are a little out there or, or something, but not in the most recent years that I've been um, or that I've seen. Like, I wish I could go back and tell myself to focus on that a little bit more and not be so worried about the games and, and what's going to happen after or what's for dinner. You know what I mean? And right. And because I can particularly like, so my first year of camp ever, I got so hyped up and so excited. I had a seizure like the first night of camp, like fell out of a bung bed and had to go to the hospital. And you know what I was mad about that? I had to miss games. I didn't even care about my health. I was just mad that I had to miss games And had the only thing I went to my first day was service. Like I was mad about it. Like I remember. And I remember dad telling me being like, well, service is important. Well, yeah, but this is my first year. And I missed the first day of tournaments and stuff. Like I didn't get to do it. And I wish I could, I wish I could go back and and change that, you know?
1: Right. Well, then last year as a counselor, it was my second year going with our church. This year was like the year that I went as youth pastor. yeah. And so that was kind of a cool experience because I kind of got to be a part of like that behind the scenes stuff. Um, but also <laughs> one of the nights we were in the cabin and both sides of the cabin came together, we were with you guys, yeah your girls. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the Skibbity was like so popular.
0: Gibbity, wah, bow, bow.
1: And it's like 1.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. We're all sleep-deprived. Everyone is just at that point of like, we're so sleep-deprived that we can't sleep because we're so hyper. Yeah. And so somebody plays the skibbity on their speaker. Yeah. And every single girl like runs into the middle. There's like girls running from the bathroom that were doing like their hair That's crazy. Like for their night routine and like brushing their teeth and they run out with toothbrushes in their in their mouths to do the skippity in the middle of the lobby of the That's cabin crazy. and
0: i remember seeing Tammy. Videos. i
1: love her i adore her she was like yeah ladies let's go yeah yeah skippity yeah like totally like and it was just this cool moment of like unity and then the next day uh-huh. we're all in service y'all's girls and our girls hung out all day long and like, it was just cool because it was from that one moment at night mm-hmm. to then that it was just a shift, and it was super fun. But that was uh, for me, it was so fun because it was like a, oh my kids are having a good time, oh they're making friends, oh I love Miss Tammy. Like it was just all of that all in one.
0: Yeah, that's so. really cool. And and to to sort of wrap it up here, like the ultimate goal for camp is like for me I think it's you know I think it's 50 50 there's half that camp is an ignition right it starts them up it fires them up for the year to come you know obviously we're already partway through our year but you know how it goes like school is kind of the calendar year for the church like you know summer's great and you want to keep it hype but like camp is like the jump start for going into the next school year and for some right For some it's a reboot. So it's not a full start. It's just a reboot. And it's important. Those type of moments are so important because that's what brings people together. And I think more people meet Jesus when they come together than and and do something like that when they fellowship, just like the Bible says, like, you know, don't forsake the gathering of people. You know, I think I said that right. Maybe I didn't. Dad will correct me if I didn't (laughs) because he knows. Um, camp is it a a place where there's full of memories you know it wouldn't be worth anything if you didn't have stories to tell from way back you know what i mean right. it, it wouldn't be worth anything if you were just like yeah it's pretty forgettable you know but i can take exact moments mm-hmm. from every year i've ever been and they're right there in the forefront of my brain you know yeah and and so you know i i think you know like i said if you guys want to hear more stories from rec crew or even just camp in general, let us know down below. Send us a message. Um, don't forget like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It's still a church kid pod. We haven't posted anything on TikTok yet, but go ahead and follow us anyway. You can follow us, go to our website, anchor.fm slash still a church kid pod. Um, we love doing it. We want to keep making it. If you have any topic ideas, please let us know. Um, if you want to be a guest and you're our friend, call us. We'll figure it out. Let's do it. Uh, We love you guys. Thank you so much and have a great day.
1: Love you guys.